Hey, we're back! What the fanboys back? Talking video games. Go with the show. is up fanboys and fangirls welcome back to another episode of the what the fanboy podcast this is the podcast where we fanboy and fangirl over all the movies and video games and the tv shows and all that other stuff that we can fanboy over i'm luke zilke and i'm joined here by my super good friend chris hacker hey i'm chris what up chris and <laughs> our super good friend also <laughs> tyler davis what's up guys Started late, and what do you know? We're yes already off the boat. Yep, this is this is a interesting one again because Luke is tired. Luke is tired on a Monday night and is drinking Mountain Dew. But yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting week. Very. Um, me and Tyler are trying to think of things to do when we're down in Oklahoma City. In case you hadn't heard, um, have. Have you have you talked about that on here? Loosely, we just announced it. Okay. So we got press passes to Wizard World Comic Con for those who didn't listen to last week's episode or maybe just didn't catch it. Um, we have a few confirmed interviews. I don't know if I want to say who yet. I think yeah, we kind of want to leave it as a surprise, but yeah, let's wait for. Um, let's wait. Wait minute. until we yeah. plug it. Yeah. Or maybe in the little bonus episodes we're gonna do, we'll yeah. say who it was, but not share the interview. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have a few confirmed interviews already. We're pretty excited about that. Um, they're doing a hall of legends induction while we're down there, which is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so we're really looking forward to that, but we're also trying to think of questions for our interviews and yeah, it's, things of that nature. This is something way out of our wheelhouse. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, but we're both super, super pumped. Yeah. Um, also, um, if you haven't gotten a chance yet, you should get on our YouTube page and watch our trailer reactions. Yeah, that's something new we've been doing lately. Um, two of those are doing kind of what we expected. <laughs> um, one kind of just went off the rails. Um, we're currently sitting at... All right, do you guys want to guess? How many views do you think we're sitting at with our Justice League reaction? I'm going to say 21K. I'm going to say 23.5. We're currently sitting at 23,818 views. That was... That was a good guess, Tyler. Real close. I looked at lunch today, okay. so I figured we were close to that. I haven't looked since last Monday. Yeah. I mean, last week when we recorded, we were it was like... at 7,000. Yeah, we are at 7,000. We are like, holy crap, that's crazy. <laughs> I thought that was the top. I thought it was going to even out yeah. at like 150. <laughs> but no, we're, we're up in the 20,000s, man. That's insane, but... Uh, Stay tuned to that channel because we're going to have some more coming coming towards you there. We'll keep reacting to stuff, and we're going to put some episodes up there on, too. Actually, we're, recording one tonight. <laughs> what did I just say? I don't know. Up there on, too. <laughs> <laughs> on, two, on, two. Uh Yeah. So, uh, I guess let's get down to business. Uh, have you guys been up to anything in this past week that you want to share? Well, this past week, I had two of my good friends from out of town come and visit at different points in the week. And with both of them, I played, which you may recall, my number one game of all time in our top three favorite games episode, Super Smash Brothers Melee. So we played some Melee, and it was just as fun as it was 
all those years ago. I hope the friendships didn't end while playing a bit. Because I... <laughs> Since that game could get a little oh, no. heated. Those friendships were forged in the fires of Smash. So. Tyler is now wearing a hood and he looks like <laughs> a complete dork. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I also watched, we had our movie club. Meets once a week. If you live in the Wichita area, hit us up. Yeah. And we watched The Departed. Yeah. That is an intense movie. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about like somebody just randomly like flying through Wichita and they're here for like a night? And they listened to us, and they were like, "Hey, can we come watch a movie with you guys? Yeah, Let's hang out." If you're if you're a fan of the podcast and you're in Wichita <laughs> for some reason, Let's hang out. Hit us up. Awesome. Well, I was just curious. I was just thinking about that. We'll bring over the statesman if you're old enough. If you're old enough, oh, hood's coming off. Yeah, it's hot. It's a bad <laughs> bad move. You can take your shirt off like I did last nah, I'm, week. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm gonna leave my shirt on. Uh, have you been up to anything, Tyler? arrow returned last week i was oh, pretty yeah. excited about that um i liked it i mean i always think season premieres are usually pretty bad anyways so i didn't expect a whole lot but i thought it was fine yeah i thought it was good enough i guess i watched it too just did you watch the flash no all i've watched is arrow so far arrow is great if you watch the flash <laughs> so that was my measuring stick so arrow, arrow was much better than flash so hopefully Hopefully they can get a little better. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. But we won't dive too much into that. Not in this episode. Yeah. Maybe in the future. Yeah. Maybe at the mid-season break. Well, I imagine we'll talk about the crossover. Ooh. I saw a behind-the-scenes photo of that today of Oliver's counterpart. Holy crap. Does it look intense? He looks awesome. Awesome. I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. How many times can we say awesome in this awesome episode? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I uh Awesome. <laughs> well, I did a lot this week again. I don't know what's happened with me. Normally I do like one thing. Awesome. Yeah, they were awesome. <laughs> yeah, you did a lot. Um I finished Why the Last Man, the first volume. I just gotta say uh it's incredible and I went on Amazon and I bought like the next five so <laughs> shows how much I like it I also read the first volume of Saga uh, it's it, it's good it's not nearly as good as why it was unfortunate I read the first volume right after I had read why which is incredible and it was it was really good it's probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever read there's people with horns and antlers some people with wings people have tvs for heads there's magic there's rocket ship trees and it yeah i don't really know how to explain it it's the most insane thing i've ever read sounds like a lucid dream <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah it sounds like something that could only exist in a comic, in a book. comic book it's yeah. not one of those comic books that can be easily turned into a tv show or a movie it's it is only a comic book. It's the if, only medium you will find that. If somebody would turn that into a TV show, good luck. Like, just good luck, because... I mean, Adult Swim could probably do it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> just, yeah, robot chicken style. <laughs> just do, like, five-minute shorts or something. Yep. Um, I also went and checked out the new Jackie Chan movie, The Foreigner. It was good. It's nothing groundbreaking or incredible. But Jackie Chan is 
Still kicking? <laughs> he's, he's the man. He is old. I never realized, like, this is a lot different movie for him. It's a really serious movie. I've never really realized how good of an actor he is. Like the movie looks awesome. Yeah, it it was it wasn't awesome. The action was really good when Jackie Chan was fighting, but other than that, it was just good. Like I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Uh, the last thing I did was I watched the newest season of Voltron. Oh, I forgot that was out. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's it's. I, I do like Voltron. It's six episodes. Okay. It's very short. Is that what what three was? Was three six episodes also? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But uh, it oh man, Voltron is seriously just one of the best shows on Netflix. Don't get turned off because it's a cartoon. Like it is, it is silly, but it is also very good. It is top notch storytelling. Yes, and that's what matters. And I think that's all I did. I couldn't think of anything else. Um, should we just go straight into our topic? Or does anybody, can anybody think of some segue real quick off the top of their head? Do you want me to jump into the topic since... Yeah, why don't you uh, explain the... uh, who suggested this to us? All right, so as we said last week, my uh, dear brother in Colorado texted me after uh, after our GoldenEye episode. He actually called me, and we discussed the fact that the Nintendo 64 is possibly the best console. And so we started talking about what the best Nintendo 64 games were. And after that conversation, my brother uh, sent me a message telling me that his top five Nintendo 64 games in order. So I'm going to start from the bottom of his list and work, work work up. Star Fox 64. That game is a work of art. Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey. I played a lot of Wayne Gretzky growing <laughs> up. Super Smash Brothers. Zelda. I'm assuming, because he just put Zelda, I'm assuming he's talking Ocarina of Time, because I don't think he played a lot of Majora's Mask. And, of course, Goldeneye. So those are my brothers, uh, ending with Goldeneye being his number one. Uh, first off... He also included some honorable mentions of Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Did you guys ever play that? Oh, that game is so good. I played the GameCube. The GameCube one is also GameCube. very good. And then 1080 Snowboarding. <laughs> I loved that game. <laughs> Which I can I can very easily tell that this list is from my brother because those are the games that we either owned. We owned most of those. Or the games that we rented every week from the, from the video rental store. Oh, I didn't steal any. No, we're, we're good kids, man. <laughs> good. Good, 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 good. And then I have a bunch of other lists of different types different types of lists for my brother, but we won't get into those th- this week. We'll save those for another time. Like, we've got his top five PC games and his top five console games. And I guess uh, we, we already gave our top console games, didn't we? Just yeah, we just general. did our favorite games of all time. Yeah, so from my brother, his top three games, his top three console games are... Um, Super Smash Brothers, GoldenEye, and Halo. Sweet. All right, so what do you guys think of my brother's top five Nintendo 64 game list? Are any of your games, any of your games on that list? Um, he has one for me. One for me as well. Yeah, 
I don't I don't know if they're the same. They're not. They're not. Okay. For me, he has all of mine on there because we, <laughs> we grew up together playing the same games. Well, so, we know Chris's list. <laughs> Spoiler so alert. I'm instead, I'm gonna, instead, I'm going to choose three games that weren't on his list that are also very good. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I think to do this, we should all say our number three and number two and number one at the same time. Like, we all say our third one. Just in case, what if they're the same? You mean like count it down? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So starting yeah. with three. Starting okay. with your third favorite game on the N64. You right. got it? Okay. And again, mine are not necessarily my top three favorites because my brother has already <laughs> listed my top three favorites. Can I not say mine? Because I know neither of you ever played it. Oh, we're all going to no, say it out loud and then we'll move forward. From <laughs> all right. There. Okay. Because like, what if me and Chris have the same one that we can just <clears> both yeah. talk about? My list will be different than both of yours. <laughs> three, two, one. Super Mario 64 2000. Okay, I, I said a different one. <laughs> I said for those of you that couldn't hear us all talking over each other, I said Army Men Sarge's Heroes. I've never heard of that game. You play I've played it as the little green army men with the legs oh. that are stuck together. So you're fighting against the little tan army men and there's like the little blue army men and it's it's a great Nintendo 64 it's, game. It's pretty fun. I will second it has that. the the single player the single player campaign is pretty great. I I want to put an asterisk beside my list that uh my um N64 gaming is quite limited. <laughs> you did not own a Nintendo 64, did you? I did not. Okay. Tyler, my, did you? I had like 3 of them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my N64 gaming was either a lot later or I was playing somebody else's. Or playing remakes on the GameCube. Or playing remakes on the GameCube. That's right. So I said my number three was Super Mario 64. Um, oh, I love that game. This is one of the four games I've played. <laughs> That's solid. Guess... It's a lot of fun. Jumping in the yeah. pictures and then the guy like, okay. Did anybody else think he said Pickle. No, he 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 didn't. I know that now. But no. I always thought he said pickle. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. And then, oh man, I just thought it was. I don't know. I hadn't really seen a game like that. It was really ahead like, of its time. Yeah, you jump in through the pictures and then you run through this 3D world. I th- was that the first Mario game that was 3D? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the first Mario platformer that was 3D, but Super Mario RPG was okay. It was, Super Mario RPG might be called like the 2.5D isometric view. Gotcha. But I mean, it was, I think it was the last game released on the Super Nintendo. So it was also probably one of the most graphically advanced games on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, The SNES. Yeah. What a console. This is a game that I just had fun playing. I never like beat every level. Oh, I did. I, I went as far as I could until I could go fight Bowser. And that's really what I liked to do the most. So. Yeah. I played a lot of that game, a lot, but it's not on my list. Well, Unfortunately, sucked, I didn't put it on my list because one, it got edged out by a few others for odd reasons, and two, I figured it'd be on somebody else's. So yeah, mine are a little more obscure because either my brother listed all of them, or I figured you'd talk about some of them. Which uh, Super Mario sixty four, number one selling nintendo 64 game now is that because it shipped with the console it, yes it did ship with the console and it was one of it was the, i think it was 
a launch title for the console. It was. Okay. So I'll talk more about the top five selling games later, but there are some games on that list that when you consider how late they came out and the fact that they didn't ship with the console, the fact that they're in the top five really speaks to how good those games were. Sweet. Do I get to say my number three now? Yep, you okay. go for it. So mine was NFL Quarterback Club 2000. <laughs> Had Brett Favre on it. Nice. Um, now, there's a reason this game is on my list, and it's not necessarily because it was so good, but it was because it was the first simulation football game I was ever introduced to. So <clears throat> I loved NFL Blitz. Played that on PlayStation. But um, Blitz was like an arcade football game. It wasn't... It wasn't like a simulation. There wasn't trading. There wasn't penalties and yeah. all that. So <laughs> NFL Quarterback Club 2000, you know, there's penalties and you actually have to make play calls and all that. So it was very, very different. It introduced me to a different genre of gaming. And, and then in 2002, Madden Madden 2002 came out and Madden took all my attention after that. So yeah. that's why that game made my list. Um, not because it was anything groundbreaking. Um, I did think it was really cool. There were settings where you could change the graphics of the game, like the quality, kind of like on a PC. You can change graphic quality. You could do that on that game, and I always thought that was really cool because I'd turn it to the lowest, and they looked like little triangles. It made it run smoother. But, like, if you went to the lowest, your dudes were, like, they had, like, triangle arms. (laughs) So it was really funny. So I just put it on that and turned on the shadows so you could see their shadows the whole time. It was really funny. Which, that game is, like, a stark contrast to the NFL game that I played on the Nintendo 64 a lot, which was um, NFL Blitz 2000. That's what I was saying. I played that one in the Godfather's <laughs> Arcade. Sorry, did you did you actually already say I that? did say that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was distracted. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I could see you enjoying the simulation type more than just the goofy ridiculousness. I loved NFL Blitz. Actually, fun story about that game. Me and my dad used to, my dad and I, sorry, used to play that game every night before I would go to bed. He, We were allowed to play one game, my mom's rules. So what we would do is we'd crank the quarters up to 15 minutes, so the game would take like two hours, and we would play it. And the final score would be like 101 to 98. It was awesome. And it went back and forth, but my dad never showed mercy, and he, he beat me pretty good on those games sometimes. But, yeah, I don't know. I loved NFL Blitz, but like I said, Quarterback Club 2000 – introduced me to simulation football games and that was where i guess my heart kind of stuck sounds weird to say it that way but it's true yep so all right should we move on to number two sure did everybody all right i'm ready yeah army was just here oh yeah i didn't i didn't talk a lot it had a great it had a great solo campaign i don't really remember the multiplayer that much but it did have split screen multiplayer up to four people I don't think its multiplayer was anything on the scale of GoldenEye, but its its single player was was really fun. Yeah. All right, number two game. We doing the countdown again? Yep. yep. Okay. I really hope like we all just say the same one. I don't think we will, but well, maybe. Okay, three, two, two. one. Star Mario Fox Kart 64. 64. Mine was Star Fox 64. <laughs> all right. We yours is Donkey Fox, Kong. Donkey mine's Kong. Donkey Kong 64, and yours is Mario Kart. Yeah. All right. Donkey Kong was an honorable mention for me. Yeah. So, who's yeah. going first? Uh, I'll I'll talk about Donkey Kong. It was I liked Donkey Kong 64 more than Super Mario 64. They were fairly similar games, both platformers in a way. I thought Donkey Kong 64. First of all, it came out way later. It had you had to use the expansion pack. Yeah. To play it. A little red. 
Yeah. You had to put it in the Nintendo. So it, it was, it had, it was working with a few more resources and just the levels were so interesting and the way that you had to switch between characters to access different areas of the map. Overall, I thought it was just a really well-made, really well-made game. Yeah, I couldn't say that one because I've never actually played it, but I did watch people play it. It was when I was a lot, I was a lot younger and I didn't really play video games as much. And I didn't like grow up playing video games either. Like I wasn't even really allowed to, and I don't blame my mom for that at all. Hi, Julie. Yeah. Hi, mom. (laughs) And like, I'm fine with that. She made me go play outside and I'd say that was the better end of the deal. Thanks mom. But, um, yeah, I I was outside a lot as a kid, but yeah, I never played donkey Kong 64. I just kind of watched other people play. I I love that game. (laughs) Honestly, in the last few months, I've stopped playing a lot of video games. Like I used to get the newest video game. Like I think, uh, the new Lord of the Rings game shadow of war just came out. Yeah. Like a year or two ago, I would have bought that right away to Mm -hmm. play it. And I just, I haven't like, I've been, I've maybe played two hours of video games this week, but I use those two hours of video games. Wait, like those two hours of video games are more important to me now because I usually use them to spend time with friends that I wouldn't normally see. Yeah. All right. My number two was Mario Kart. I think this one's kind of self-explanatory. It's like the ultimate party game. I think just four controllers, four friends. You can more than four friends. You can share the controllers race. It's easy. Anybody can play it. It still holds up. Like I still love playing even in, even the Nintendo 64 version. I still love playing it. Yeah. I think it's the second best Mario Kart. I'm going to talk about Mario Kart in a little bit. Double dash. Oh yeah. Yeah. Double dash is just the best. <laughs> eight, eight is not bad either. I haven't played that one. So. Eight is really good. Yeah. I have eight at home. Eight kind of gets back to some of the roots that the Wii version got away from. Yes. Yeah. I did I did play the DS one too. That one's good. But I've got eight on the Switch. Well you got me beat. Comes with everything unlocked. I've <laughs> unlocked almost everything. <laughs> so. I'm sure, I, yeah, I'm sure. So you had to earn it. <laughs> Dana and I, we uh put in some time on that game. You're probably a lot better than me because I've not played very much of it. I'm I'm pretty nasty at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I'll talk about Mario Kart later. Alright. What was your number two, Tyler? Star Fox sixty four. And I feel like that's pretty, like you said, with Mario Kart, it's pretty self-explanatory. That game was amazing and fun. I, I don't really know what else to say about it. I loved yeah. it. Like, that was the one game. So, sometimes it's hard for me to replay story modes. But back then, that was really all you got, yeah. story modes. And so. their story mode was so good. Yes. It was incredible. Because there was the different branches. You, It wasn't the same every time if you did, if you did better did things differently you could go in different routes i know they remade it or they made a new one recently but i didn't hear anything about it they i don't think they've made a star fox as good as star fox 64 since then i don't think they can i don't think they're capable of it yeah shots fired they made some where you were where you ran around as fox outside of a ship and i heard that those were okay but you just you can't capture the same thing as Star Fox 64 again. It there was, was so one good. on the GameCube where you ran around with a staff and you fought dinosaurs. I don't remember if it was good, but I really remember enjoying it. It may have been a bad game, though. I don't remember. That's awesome. Right. That's the thing. There are games that get terrible reviews critically 
that everyone's like, oh, this game is terrible. But you know what? They are fun. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard people bash Star Wars Obi-Wan constantly. But you know what? I thought that game was really fun. <laughs> I didn't play that game. I didn't either. So. <laughs> I think the Star Wars game I played on Nintendo 64 was... was it Shadows Shadow Empire. Empire. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow of the, the Empire. Empire. I played that one quite a bit. Yeah. Obi-Wan was an Xbox, but yeah. Shadows of the Empire, classic. That was a great game. The music, everything was in that game. That was my foot. It's okay. scared me. He tickled me. So yeah, Star Fox 64 was my number two. Um, I just had a lot of fun with that game. I never actually owned it. My friend had it, and I would go over there every day and play it. Yeah. And I loved it so much. But I just never bought it. I, I tried. I, actually, I didn't. We owned it, but I didn't play a lot of it as a kid because we also had games like Zelda and Golden Knight, Super Smash Brothers, and I just didn't get that into it. I played it again as an adult, and it holds up, and it is great. Like I can't believe I didn't play it as much as a kid because it's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. I it's tried, a great game. I tried to emulate it on my computer in college. Couldn't get it to work, so I just never played it. So, maybe, well, maybe one day. I'm not too upset, honestly. Maybe one day. I'll just stick to my I can run it number on my PC one. Now. Hmm? I can run it on my PC now. There you go. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> all right. We're to the last one. Number one game of N64 of all time. Ready? Oh, for us. Well, for us, yeah. For me, it's just another really... It's actually... I'd put it above some of the ones on my brother's list, and I'll talk about that in a bit. All right. I'll probably get in a fight with my brother over this. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one. Perfect. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I'll go first okay. because I've yeah. talked about this game before. Yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite video games of all time. I actually didn't play it on the N64. I played it on the GameCube. Honestly, I think the GameCube version is better because it's smoother. Yeah. It's it's pretty much... I think it is the exact same game. Yeah. Actually, if you haven't, you should check it out on the 3DS because the graphics are updated. Instead of being all blocky, it's a little more smoothed out the way that like Majora's Mask was. It looks so nice. Okay, I probably won't because it's handheld. But okay. <laughs> I might borrow it Fair from enough. you. Yeah, I have it digitally, but I can just let you borrow my whole thing. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'll just let you borrow my whole 3ds. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'll steal all your Pokemon. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no but time. Just an absolute fantastic story. Swords and Shields is when I was a kid. That's what I was playing outside when yep. my mom made me go outside. Yeah, and this was this was like a dream come true to be able to play it as a video game i just love it so much the fighting is so fun i love the story i'm a musical person and i thought it was really cool that they integrated music into it so well with the ocarina and which if you watched our reaction video you may have spotted the ocarina of time sitting on our coffee table what? we should get chris to we should record chris doing a ocarina solo i can't play it yet <laughs> i I can't play it. I wish. All I you got to do is hit the C button. <laughs> Super easy. Tyler, what was your? Uh, are you you're you're done with the? Yeah, I'm done. Right. People, I don't want to talk Zelda to yeah. death again. I've talked about it a lot. We both so. we both talked so much about it. Everybody knows we love that game. Yeah. So, Tyler, what was your number one? Mario Kart 64. All right. All right. And like you said earlier, it's a great party game. Um. Also, I'm pretty nasty at Mario Kart, and by nasty, <laughs> I mean I'm pretty good at it. I'm I'm actually really good. Did any of you guys ever do the Rainbow Road jump? 
Nope. There was a short period in my life where I was good at doing the Rainbow Road jump and the Wario Stadium jump. Yeah, where you jump over the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the Rainbow Road jump? Yeah. I need to say something. I'm really bad at Mario Kart, but I have a ton of fun playing it. Oh, I'm Unless it's Double Dash, I... I'm a beast at double dash. That's how I am now. Like I said, there was a short time in my life where I could hit those jumps and I was really good at Mario Kart. And then I lost it all. And now I just, I'm terrible at it, but it's fun. You should ask Dana who, who runs our household in Mario Kart. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll never be good at a Mario Kart game. By far. I'm assuming it's Dana. No, it's not even close. (laughs) And I show no mercy. I'm trying to win by like a whole lap at times. (laughs) I love Mario Kart, and I'm super competitive when I play it. So, what is your favorite map on the Nintendo 64? Are you pulling up the list? Wow. I don't know the name of my favorite map, but it's the one with the train. The Wild Wild West one. Yeah. I would probably also least favorite map. Least favorite map for me was Chaco Mountain. Mine was the. I don't even remember what it was called, but the one with the ice and the penguins. And, that always oh, when you're always sliding around. When, and you go through the cave, and there's like a few different routes through the cave. Is yeah. that Sherbert Land? Yes. Maybe. And then the the Calamari Desert was the train one, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't remember there being oh, squids. No. Yes. Yeah. Calamari Desert Calamari is Desert. is your favorite. My favorite. Go back to that list. Toad's Turnpike was my favorite. Toad's Turnpike is a classic. I loved that map. And my second favorite, which is an honorable mention, is the Wario Stadium. Yeah, Wario Stadium. Right. My least favorite is either Chaco Mountain or Boo's Boardwalk. Um, what is the one where there's a giant Yoshi egg rolling around? Yoshi Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I, I always thought that was just such a, as a kid, I thought that was such an interesting map because... It's really confusing. That's my least favorite. It doesn't give you a map because there's so many different routes through the valley. Good so you have to try and find... Question mark. See, here's the yep. thing. I'm you already bad at Mario Kart. I would get lost in there and just get lapped like the entire time. And this is like sometimes when I'm playing by myself. I'm playing the computer, which is the easiest person to play. Well, I guess I'm the easiest person to play. But my favorite... I just like the design of it was Bowser's Castle. I thought that was cool. Bowser's Castle is amazing. And then I'll also, I don't know, is it cliche to say Rainbow Road, but not because of the map, because of the music? <laughs> Rainbow Road was just such a long track. Yeah. But the jump, the jump, I have a lot of memories from college playing Mario Kart, and the jump is one of them. Because <laughs> we would all sit around and play Mario Kart and do other things, and we would try to jump from the top of Rainbow Road across, and if somebody didn't make it, we'd start over. <laughs> but we would all just try to do it over and over again, and then when we would make it, everybody would celebrate. It was amazing. I just really liked it because the music was really soothing on the map. So I'd just be, I'd just be driving along to this like really chill dance music. Be like, yeah, I can dig this. And then I'd fall off the map, and I'd get really frustrated. Yeah, it was easy to fall <laughs> off that map. Yep, and I feel like the Nintendo sixty four Rainbow Road is still the hardest Rainbow Road. Oh, without a doubt. Like all these other Rainbow Roads are trumps compared to N sixty four Rainbow Road. I agree, but yeah, Mario Kart sixty four is my number one Nintendo sixty four game. Um, I don't think that anybody who like 
knew me. Like if my mom, if I had asked my mom, like, "Hey, what game do I play the most on Nintendo 64?" She'd either say Donkey Kong or Mario Kart 64. So Mario right. Kart 64 wins nice. for me. Nice My favorite Nintendo 64 game. Right, Chris. All right, I said Perfect Dark, and I would actually put Perfect Dark above Goldeneye. Perfect Dark. It. I mean, it was made by the same people. It's like a spiritual sequel to After Goldeneye. Dark. <laughs> but where, so Goldeneye really shined in multiplayer. I think that Perfect Dark's single player was way better than Goldeneye's. It's multiplayer. I don't think had the following of Goldeneye, but I think that single player was way better. And so overall, I just I thought it was a better game than Goldeneye. They it was basically like a more well polished Goldeneye that had some better storytelling. That being said, <laughs> without Goldeneye, we absolutely would not have had Perfect Dark and Halo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, one one thing my brother also was talking to me about was what were our biggest letdowns in video games and perfect dark zero on the xbox one of the biggest pieces of burning garbage <laughs> ever released especially coming after such a great game and using that same name it was awful hmm. but yeah perfect dark on nintendo 64 one of the best shooters ever made for letdowns i think i'm gonna hurt some people's feelings with this one i've tried to play majora's mask like five times now yeah that's that's not a zelda game to me and i'm never gonna play it again i just can't do it it goes in and out of being my favorite zelda game i i loved it i get so bored looking for those gosh dang masks and then you finally make it to like the first dungeon i'm just like bored with it (laughs) it's like let's move on so sorry everybody that loves that game but i just cannot get into it I, I understand. It's definitely a departure from typical Zelda games. Yeah. I just thought, and I, as a as a kid, I hated it. I just love that it was gold. I thought yeah. that was so cool, Magical, and it had like a cartridge. little. Um, yeah, like if you if you turned it and looked at it at different angles, it moved. Whatever. It was like a lenticular. Yeah. It had a lenticular label on a, it. I just learned a new word today. We called them holograms when we were kids. <laughs> holographics. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I called them color. holograms. Holographics were my Pokemon cards. Yeah, the shiny Pokemon cards. My Charizard. Probably worth like... Zero dollars? Ten thousand dollars now. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. First, a first, uh, probably in a trash can somewhere. A first series holographic Charizard. That's probably worth some, worth some dough. I have, I have no idea. I don't know what if those are th- things that people pay money for. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think Pokemon's dumb. Anyway, um, Chris, you said, what are your actual three favorite games? Actual three favorite games. Since your brother stole yeah, yours. Number one is Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes. Oh, That's correct. That's the correct gone, answer. Should I have gone in reverse order? Oh, well. Go to. Number two. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. All right. That game is so good. Numero Trace. Honestly, three is really difficult for me to decide because Star Fox... Star Fox has become more of my favorite over the years, but when I was a child, it probably would have been Perfect Dark. But okay, I think yeah. Star Fox has overtaken it. All right. I think I'm going to say another thing that might upset you. I actually really don't like the N64 or Super Smash Brothers. I think it's the second best Super Smash Brothers. 
I find it very frustrating and annoying to play. But me saying it's the second best Super Smash Brothers, I also think that Super Smash Brothers Brawl is hot garbage. <laughs> and Super Smash Brothers 4 is barely a Smash Brothers game. I haven't played the fourth one, and I actually like Brawl because I'm not competitive like Chris is at this, so it fits me a little more. I can see that, and that's I'm, actually that's actually why they made Brawl. Yeah, I'm the reason Brawl got made. <laughs> yeah, because they thought that people were being too competitive with Melee, so they yeah. they did things in Brawl that made it so you can't be competitive. That being said, I still actually do like Melee more. Yeah, Melee is a work of art, and it was rushed. Yeah, but like Brawl was... I felt like it didn't make people so angry all the time, at least. Yeah, and Smash Maybe. 4 is much the same way. I never played Brawl. I never, I just never got it. Yeah. Sorry. I have the newest one. I've played it like twice. It's not Breath of the Wild or Mario Kart. No. Nope. So. Or not. Lego Batman 3. And it's, they're no longer, they're no longer like, they were standalone. There was nothing on their level. For the original Smash Brothers and Super Smash Brothers Melee. There was nothing like them. And that's not the case anymore. They're just another game now. So Sad. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. letdowns, Tyler? I guess I had a lot. <laughs> Sorry. This isn't Sorry this isn't 64. exclusive to Nintendo sixty four, is it? As not the letdowns, down? no. Perfect Dark Zero was an Xbox game. Xbox three sixty game, I think. Oh, Skyward Sword. Yeah. I'm just going to end that there. That game is the worst. Do you think it is worse than Majora's Mask? I as someone who I don't know Majora's Mask. I haven't I've beat Skyward Sword. Okay. Frustratingly through the whole so, thing with Majora's Mask, I just didn't want to deal with it. Okay. And I just kind of ended it early. I have one that would be a letdown. And this might step on toes, I don't know, probably not. But Battlefront, that, Star Wars Battlefront that just recently came out the the first one of the, yep, I guess the reboot. I don't know what you would call it. That game, that game was pretty disappointing. Can I can I tell you something? That was the game that my brother listed his, as his letdown. Yeah, as well. It's and I had just, to I had to clarify because he had just said letdowns Battlefront, but he had been listing games from all different eras. So I texted him to clarify: original Battlefront or the new Xbox One version and he had said the the one on the xbox one oh, man he, i was just so i was so let down by that i he I also know. listed the entire xbox one as a letdown which <laughs> is a bold statement but honestly i don't think that current consoles are nearly as good as previous generations so i would i would tend i would tend to agree with him all right three two one everybody say their favorite console of all time you have five seconds to think of it, and then I'm doing the countdown. Okay. Three, two, one. Nintendo GameCube. Man, you guys, <laughs> you guys had the right answer. My answer is wrong. High five, Tyler. Yes, Nintendo GameCube is the greatest console of all time. I did love the Xbox, though. The original Xbox. I love that I could download music to it and listen to those songs while I was playing those games, yep. which now they're having a hard time integrating that into Xbox One, which I don't understand. But... Anyways, yes, the Xbox was great. The GameCube is the gift that keeps on giving, though. True. I'd say in in the time that they were being sold and were still modern generation games, I liked the Xbox more. Since then, since they've moved on to the 360, to the Xbox One, to the Wii, to the Wii U, to the Switch, the GameCube has held up. 
Oh, yeah. the Xbox hasn't. I still have my GameCube plugged into my TV. I played my GameCube <laughs> twice this week. What was your guys' favorite GameCube game? Um, I'm not going to say because I think this sounds like a good future episode, honestly. So, all right. We can backlog that one for now. Can I say mine or no? No, you no. can't. You can't, you future piece of crap. Episode. Everyone should know this. One Nintendo 64 <laughs> game that did not get mentioned that I want to throw out there as an honorable mention because it was a great game. Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> I love that game. I wasn't... I've never played that's it. That's not but... what I was going to say, but I also have not played it, but I've only heard good things about it. Oh, it's so much fun. That's another one that I just watched. The one that I was going to say was Star Wars Episode One. Pod, Pod racers, racers, baby, <laughs> and real Diddy Kong racing as well. Really? Yeah, where you transformed into the airplane. You could fly yeah. the airplanes and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. All right, I'm going to real quick read off the list of the top um, five selling. Top five selling. Can we try to guess them? Yeah, give me one minute to pull the list up. Oh, you got 10 seconds. One, two, right. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I guys already told you number one. Haha, <laughs> sucker. Getting those answers early from the teacher. All right, so yeah, I'll, read, I'll read off the top five. You guys can guess before I read them, but then there are, there is some points that I want to make about those. Okay. So, number one, you guys you guys already know Super Mario sixty four. So, do you want to go to number two, or do you want to start at the bottom? Let's go two. Okay, number two. What do you guys or think? Go right down. Um, I feel like it's Star Fox sixty four is my guess. I want to say Mario Kart. Luke's got it. Yeah, boy, get on my <laughs> level, son. Point for Luke. <laughs> so three is Star Fox. <laughs> number three. What do you think, Luke? Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, you guys are both wrong. Donkey Kong. Golden Eye. Oh, I forgot about that game. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick yep. list every game for number so four. So we've got <laughs> Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Golden Eye 007, and number four. Donkey Kong 64. Nope, it's Star Fox. Darn it. Say Star Fox. That's the answer. <laughs> Star Fox. Nope. Nope. Oh, Banjo uh, Kazooie. Legend of Zelda. Ocarina oh, of Time. You idiot. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> And ugh, number five. Star Fox. <laughs> Tyler? Donkey Kong. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> it, we suck. Star Fox is number nine. What? Is Donkey Kong above that? Donkey Kong. Oh, man, there's so many good games on this list. Yoshi's Story? Oh, that game was great. Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong. Donkey Paper Kong. Mario? I'm not even <laughs> seeing Donkey Kong on here. Dude, that is that is a travesty. That's what that is. Are you gonna drink the rest of that Mountain Dew, dude? Yeah, I'm gonna drink a whole can of Mountain Dew. If I die this week, it's because of the caffeine. Oh, Did Donkey! There, I just skipped over it. Donkey Kong 64 is number seven. I just want to say, my top three in 64 games are all in the top five highest selling. You guys can suck it. So, <laughs> where does Quarterback Club fall on that list? Important <laughs> like things. 99. Important things to note about the top five. Of the top five, two of them were at one point bundled with the Nintendo 64. Can you guys guess what two of those were? Mario Kart and Super Mario 64. Surprisingly, no. It was Super Super Mario Mario 64 64 and GoldenEye. GoldenEye. Donkey Kong was too, though, at one point, wasn't it? Donkey Kong was, yes. That's how we got the uh, expansion expansion pass. Um, Pack. Pack, yeah, you're right. I'm used to the modern day DLC passes. Um, so, And it's very applicable to what we're talking about. Super Mario 64 was way ahead of everything else. It was like 2 million above everything else. 
on total sales with 11,900,000 sales. And going down from there, like Mario Kart's still up there with almost 10 million. GoldenEye's got 8 million, so it starts dropping off pretty pretty sharply after that. You get to Legend of Zelda, it only has seven, uh, like 7.5 million. And you get to Super Smash Brothers, and it only has 5.5 million. So wow. Super Smash Brothers has less than half as many sold as Super Mario 64. Yeah, That sounds kind of rough for Super, for Super Smash Brothers. Now, consider Super, uh, Super Mario 64 was sold with the Nintendo as a bundle, and it was a launch title. It came out in 1996. So it was out the longest, too. It was out the longest out of all of those games. Yeah. Super Smash Bros., which still broke the top five most sold games, came out in 1999. I think the Xbox came out in 2001. So they... Super Smash Brothers wasn't on the shelves for nearly as long. Not Um, long at all. Also, Zelda Ocarina of Time came out in 98, so it wasn't on there very long either. And it wasn't, and neither of those were bundled. Whereas Goldeneye, yeah, Mario Kart and Super Mario 64 both came out in 96 and Goldeneye came out in 97. So they had a little longer shelf time to sell. So I'd say that's pretty dang impressive for Super Smash yeah. Brothers and Ocarina of Time. And I mean, obviously, Goldeneye and Super Mario and Mario Kart all sold millions of copies because they were great games. I just love the fact that one of the last games to come out for the Nintendo 64, Super Smash Bros., still broke the top five most sold games. That's crazy. Oh, that was that was a good list. There's a lot of good games. Um, you guys send us your favorite games on Twitter out with a fanboy, and we'll probably read those off. Speaking of the and Twitter, send us your favorite GameCube games too. Yeah, that way we can eventually do that episode, and we can include you in that. It's time for our. Famous segment. Twitter with Tyler. Didn't we? We got a tweet, didn't we? Yep. We got oh, one, and I and I, I thought it was really applicable. I love it when we get tweets. To what we're talking about tonight, kind of. I mean, it's it's a video game question. Oh. So, I don't think I actually talked to you guys about video this. Video games. All right, you guys ready? The question was, what do you th- what do you guys think about microtransactions and the pay-to-win attitude mm. in the industry? Do you think mm. it's killing it? Do you think it's killing it like I do? And that's from Josh Taylor at JTizall12. That is a, that is a great question. That was a fantastic question. That and is... I was really hoping that we could dive into this one a little bit because this is a really hot topic in the video game world right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I mentioned earlier I haven't been playing nearly as many video games, but I do still care a lot about the industry and... And I care about what's going on in the industry. And I think microtransactions are the issue for the industry currently. I very much dislike any microtransaction that influences gameplay. gameplay. I agree. If you can buy a better weapon with real money or even... Yeah, if you can buy a better weapon with real money, if you can buy a better broken. weapon or buy a better chance at a better weapon, yeah, that's the other thing problem. that I was going to get into was the gambling mechanic of a lot of <clears throat> microtransactions. We can talk about it in a little bit. We can yeah. talk about the weapons right now, though. Yeah. So if you, so that that's I think that's that's what's typically referred to as a 
um, pay to to win. win. And especially if you buy the game and then that mechanic is inside of it, I think that is garbage. If it's a free to play game, fine. That's whatever. They need to make their money somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's where they make yeah, their money. That's a totally different issue. But I'm talking about when you buy a $60 game. A AAA title. Yeah, AAA title. And then in that game, if you spend real money, you have a better, you, you get, you're better at the game. Either you can spend money to get XP bonuses to help you level up faster, or you spend real money to have a better weapon so you, you're, you're better at it. Um, now that's... And that's strictly like microtransaction based. There's a, there's there are games like Injustice where you spend real money to unlock a new character for DLC. That's a little that's a little different because first of all, a, an entire character in a fighting game like that, I feel like is a lot more content than buying a gun that's in the game. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, I think that a lot of the microtransactions are hurting the industry i think that people are getting sick of them and i think that it's going to lead to a drop off in those types of games before i say something back do you have anything for that um you play a decent amount of shooters yeah and dlc yeah i agree with that that's fine yeah i'm, like, I'm okay with dlc yeah. i bought the premium pass for battlefield and i love it yeah but um honestly i don't really care if people want to waste their money on that stuff, they can go ahead and do it. And if the companies want to try and make money for the amount that they're going to be, because people are getting tired of it and they're not going to do it anymore, I bet. Yeah. Sure. Have at it. I don't care. <laughs> so I do, I do think it is hurting the gaming community. I will say that, but I don't really consider myself a gamer. Yeah. Like, I like to play video games, but I don't. You're not Some, super if, competitive. If somebody has a gun that I don't have, whatever. They can kill me. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Right. And I'm also not going to lose money over it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, there. oh, go ahead, Chris. I'd say, if I had to point to a game that I do think is doing it well, it would be Injustice. That's what I was going to get into, actually. Okay. Games that I think are doing it well. Um, Injustice is fine because you pay like what three bucks per character, five bucks per character, well, or not, you can buy I'm not, the packs. I'm, I'm thinking about the like the mother boxes. Oh right. I think that you receive them often enough in regular gameplay. Yeah. But you can also buy the the coins. Yeah, whatever the dust is or some, whatever it is. Yeah, those weird the weird coins and that can like help you level up. Yeah, that specific type of currency, and you can buy boxes using that, or you can buy money to buy boxes using that. So you can use real money to get more boxes, but... The frequency in which you get them is enough. They give you boxes often enough that you probably don't ever, should never do that. Um, Whereas there are are other games where you're only ever going to get that particular type of loot box if you pay for it. Looking at you, Overwatch. I think the only thing that really concerns me about like different type of in-game currency is that's exactly what casinos do with chips, and a lot of people have a problem with that. And I don't know. Granted, it's not the same thing, right? You're but, not actually gambling, as yeah. But well, also, you are. But. Most of, it's a lot of kids. I yeah. I'm not saying it's going to lead to gambling, but 
I think it kind of kind of alludes to. I think that the loot crate system absolutely will lead to, but will absolutely is a strong word. I think the loot crate system can, can. lead to gambling yeah. and especially like gambling addiction. I think it's the first step towards something like gambling addiction for some people. Yeah, because I mean, like when you go to casino, you get chips, and it's it's easier to bet and stuff because it's not real money; it's yep. a chip. And so that's that's why a lot of casinos make so much money. Yep. And so it's the same thing, like when you were like, "Oh, I'll just buy this in-game currency," and it's like, "Oh, I can just spend this because I've already spent it or whatever." And, yeah. and it's just and like, "Oh, I need some more." And it's just a click of a button to spend five dollars, a click of a button to spend fifteen dollars, a click of a button to spend yeah. twenty dollars. And some of these kids are doing that with you know, mommy and daddy's credit card linked to it. Yeah, and they don't feel any consequence until you know a month down the road when they don't feel the money. Yeah, when their parents see the. FPU, <laughs> FPU reference, yeah. When their when their parents see the credit card bill, and then and then it's, and then even if they do have some kind of consequence, it's so far removed from the actual action that it's, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with Chris here on Overwatch handling microtransactions poorly. All right. I will say one of the things that Overwatch does well is none of those impact how you how your character plays and they're exactly purely cosmetic get into. so that is so yeah you're right overwatch was a very bad example because it's overwatch. purely cosmetic i was gonna say here's that. a good I'm, example of something that will handle it poorly is battlefront 2 yeah is the card system is you're gonna be able to get better cards if Which, you pay real money we'll see if that changes or not because they got a lot of negative feedback from that in the yeah. beta didn't people spend money in the beta what a bunch of idiots okay so (laughs) i wanted to say this you kind of already said it overwatch i think handles it well i think buying loot boxes that only give you cosmetics is okay i'm okay with that because if you want to spend money to look cool sure whatever you know for a chance at looking cool yeah whatever but you can get that within the game you team up with your friends you get bonus you get a 20 percent xp bonus just for teaming up with your friends and it's not as frequent as it would be buying but at the same time, it's just cosmetic. So it doesn't affect the way can the game get, is played. Can you get any sort of loot box through the game or like during like the summer? You get summer games every time you level up during the okay. summer games. Okay. So and, and that's just how that works. Um, I don't I don't feel like Overwatch handles it wrong. I think Overwatch does it right, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll concede that. I think, yeah, I'll, th- I'll say that, that was a bad example on my part. And Overwatch, you know, to counteract that, they give you every single thing they release is free. So the only DLC you pay for is loot boxes if you want them. True. Yeah, and you don't released, have to buy them. When they released the new character, uh, Doomfist. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? He's yeah. free. Yeah, everyone. everyone new game them. mode, new maps, everything. Everything's yeah. free. Um, another game that does it right is Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 gives all their DLC for free. Um, you don't pay for a season pass. You don't pay for any of that stuff. I mean, you can, but all you're going to get is cosmetics. Yeah. Another game that handles it right. So there are games that are doing microtransactions the right way i guess is what you would say but um overall is that dlc that titanfall 2 is doing or? it's free if you get maps and stuff all the maps they add are free the only thing you can buy is cosmetics oh, okay so to make your titan look cooler i didn't or know camos. if like you're saying they do it right like and then you were like all the dlc is free so i was like no yeah oh. they're they're just like overwatch any microtransaction okay. is just going to make you look cool just a cool hat I just worry about like <laughs> stickers for your Titan console gaming going the way of mobile gaming. It, and That's I was going to, that see. was the other thing. So I play a mobile game called clash Royale. Yeah. Super popular 99 cents for this amount of gems, a yep. dollar 50 for this. Like 
Ooh, cool new deal for the next 12 hours. You can get this for $2. Like, and you can spend them so quickly. Candy I've never Crush spent money on it. Made yeah. a bajillion dollars. Buying lives. Oh, man, I can't believe people pay for that crap. Yeah, and and that's what's crazy about microtransactions. It's it's so bad. I, I think it's horrible for gaming. from All the way from mm-hmm. cell phone games to console games to PCs. I think it's all just bad for the business. I think you guys kind of said it's getting to a point where people will get tired of it and people will stop buying it and they'll take it out and then 20 years down the road they'll put it back in and people will use it again. Yeah, and I just I just don't want to see gameplay content locked behind microtransactions. Like, locked behind microtransactions and locked behind pre-order bonuses. Yes. I, and I think... This was a really good question, JT, because you can, you can get a lot out of this. I, I also don't want to see microtransactions when a game first releases. When... Everyone who has the game paid 60, bu- 60 bucks for it because it's been out for a week. I don't want there to be microtransactions. When the game's been out for a while and people are picking it up at GameStop for 20 bucks used so the developer's not really getting any money out of that, at that point, three months down the line after it's been released, introduce microtransactions then so you get money off the second wave of people who are buying it used. That's whatever. But when someone pays 60, 70 bucks for a brand new game and then right away it's hey also spend money to get this box to get this what's in the box to this box with a chance of something cool in it what's the flakes <laughs> what's the flakes man no but JT I think it's pretty obvious none of us like microtransactions Luke's yeah. kind of whatever about them but Chris and I obviously don't like them I, I think they're dumb but if somebody wants to waste their money on it you go ahead and do that right I'm not gonna lose sleep over it I will admit I have given into it one time on I... Overwatch because I wanted the lifeguard, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. the lifeguard McCree skin. Yeah, <sighs> going through puberty again. <laughs> I I broke down and spent like five bucks on uh, Injustice to speed level two of my characters. After you get one character to level twenty, you can ascend other characters to level 20 uh so i broke down to do that and then in hindsight it was such a bad decision because then i didn't get to enjoy the fun of leveling those characters yep yep so yeah jt great question great question um since that was such a great question you get this air horn (laughs) so is that going to be our new thing when we get good twitter questions sure that should be when we go when we get into our next segment twitter with tyler Where is it? Wow, this is horrible. There you go. Yeah, Twitter with boy. Tyler time. So that's going to be our new thing. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> you need to get that sound effect on on um, Logic and put that in because that's amazing. I think I'm just going to play it through my phone. <laughs> so, yep, that's <laughs> that's going to do it for Twitter with Tyler tonight. Not a whole lot of questions. Um, the There we go. <laughs> the followers are going up on a uh, daily basis now, so that's good. Um, send uh, send these guys questions that you want them to ask at uh, Wizards World. Right? That's what's going we on. We will when we get closer, yeah. Should oh, yeah. It's still two weeks away. I, I yeah. think it's this coming weekend, but that's when I'm out of town. Until yeah. then, just uh, take a look at Wizard Con, uh, Wizard World. Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con's website and see what guests they're going to have. And if you want them to ask any one of those guests a question, let them know.
we won't be able to talk to all of them. Right. But so we will get to as many as we can. It's gonna um, be gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It is. Like I said, though, we do have a few confirmed interviews. I'm super excited for you guys. I'm super so nervous. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm really nervous. I start to like think of questions, and I'm like, it's not a good question. I don't the know. goal oh, for gosh. me is just not make my voice sound shaky when I ask the question, because that's the hardest part. What? What? what did you enjoy writing that book? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully Luke doesn't sound like that when he asks questions. Um, we will be recording some small bonus episodes while we're down there. Um, Luke and I will probably release one yeah. for each day. A, a, sh- a really short one, yeah. Like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe fifteen at most. Throw um, some YouTube clips out. We yeah. will have we will also be doing that. There will be some short YouTube clips. We're gonna try to make just a recap. Yeah, I kinda wanna make a recap and I kinda wanna make like a little vlog type deal. It won't be like super long or anything, but like when we're walking in, I'm gonna try to take some video and stuff like that yeah yeah be sure to uh tweet your questions at us at what the fanboy hey i finally got a follower off of this podcast on my personal account really nice. i have no shout I- out to danica you guys oh. know her i don't oh yeah. yeah she goes to she's awesome she yep. goes to our church and converge and yep. stuff she That's followed cool. me today what up danica so thank you for that i followed back don't worry <laughs> good it's cool okay. yep i'm uh on Twitter too, I'm at the boy Wanda, T H E underscore B O Y underscore W U N D A, and I am also on Twitter at Tyler underscore nineteen underscore Davis. I still don't know how to change my handle, so that's just what it is. Just doing nice. it. Oh, I can show you. Okay, can I do it on my phone? Also, we okay. have enough iTunes review. Uh, I saw this too. Ratings, not reviews. We only have three reviews, but we have enough ratings that we have an average rating now. We have an Ooh. average rating. It's awesome. And our average rating, five stars. Nice. Very nice. We're also on Google Play now. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I was going to play this. I'm doing five stars. Ooh. Oh. Never mind. We got a five-star average. Yeah, so please uh, keep rating us on iTunes and also review us on iTunes. Uh, that makes a that makes a big difference for us just on our visibility in, in the iTunes store. Uh, you can also follow us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud slash What the Fanboy. Mm-hmm. We are also on Google Play. Just search What, what the, the Fanboy, Fanboy. and yeah, our our YouTube channel now is What the Fanboy Podcast. Yep. Yeah. What the Fanboy Space Podcast. I don't know what it is. And yes. now we are off right. to react. Yep. To the it, Black Panther trailer. Yep. It will be out before this yeah, podcast. Be <laughs> before, before this podcast. So. But you can watch it again. <laughs> Yeah, help us out. Watch it on a different yeah. computer or something. Uh, go you, tell your mom to watch it. Go tell your dad to watch it. Turn it on all the computers at work and at school. <laughs> you cannot follow me on Twitter, but you could... Uh, I'm going to make a faux Twitter account for Chris. You could friend me on Facebook if you want. <laughs> I, might not, I might not friend you back for a while. I'm pretty slow <laughs> at the Facebook. I don't use Facebook, so I have one. If you want to go look at pictures of me from like fifth grade, sixth oh, please, grade. Please don't look at pictures of me from high school. I kind of use mine, but not really. I um, use it for Messenger. I just post the podcast to Facebook and that's it. And look <laughs> at my memories. Nice. But, yeah. So that's it for Sounds like this, everything. this week's episode. Video games. Yeah, we nailed it. We'll be doing some more video game stuff in the future. Um, Thor Ragnarok comes out soon. What, three weeks? Yeah. So, got that to look forward to. Five weeks from Justice League. Yep. Things are about to get crazy. 
Eight weeks from Star Wars? Uh, Nine weeks from Star Wars. If you are in the Wichita area and you're really excited about a movie or a game or something coming out and you want to join us on our podcast, let us know. And maybe. Maybe. Just just to let you know, you're going to have to do the intro. It's not a guarantee, (laughs) but let us know. We'll see if you can get on. It depends how cool you are. Yeah. (laughs) You have to be like... You have to be like cooler than a cucumber, but not as cool as a popsicle. Got to be cooler than the other side of the pillow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Chris, go get your ocarina. See you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I need to download I need to like just get that on my phone so like just during the podcast if I feel like doing that I would love you forever I am learning to play the Ocarina of Time Good. Boo. <laughs> I don't think that was quite the song of time, but I'm uh, I'll work on it.